listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod. Joined as always by my wife, Karen. <laughs> we are, and we're live on a s- Saturday morning. Am, am I getting called out for a reason? No. Okay. Uh, I just thought it'd be funny. <laughs> uh, on a Saturday morning, ready to do some podcasting. You keep a name out of your fucking mouth. Uh, ready to do some podcasting. It's a feedback episode. We only did three episodes this week, so you know maybe it won't be that long or who knows you know you niggas love your game of thrones (laughs) comments so y'all love to let us know how you feel i guess we'll we'll see together (laughs) won't we Uh, we'll all find out when we're finished and edit the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport bullet ball extreme and uh y'all know all the contact info is in the show notes that's how you leave feedback Mm -hmm. um and uh we we're gonna read those comments we're gonna play all the uh voicemails gonna read the emails are gonna read the stuff on youtube uh it's gonna be a real workout for me and my voice uh because that's what we do here yes sir um but the first people we want to shout out are the people that turned around and gave us some money the most important people the donators may i have your attention you are now listening to charlotte's own rod and karen new day new pay let's talk about it laura e nicholas z bomani jones rita macy noel w renate m miss uh miss barnes pete b douglas r david from brooklyn Rick A, pretty Rick, what they call him. <laughs> Johanna M, Cavis D, Laura F, Chris from Hawaii, Corey Deticula, uh, Tabitha, Brianna, uh, April G, and Alexis H. And that's everybody that took the time out to give us money. And we so appreciate it. Thank you so much. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, let's talk about the people that left us five star reviews. We love some some five star rev- reviews. Okay, that's our favorite thing, and we did get some new ones uh, this week. Yay! I like five star reviews. Now, one of them is for this too much. We'll uh, take it. But yeah, we'll take it. Uh, so, five star review uh, for this too much i'll make sure to read this on tuesday with bossy origin so y'all started recapping recapping after the episode when brian tyree appeared in this is us the episode when he was a blues musician from memphis and since then we've been knee deep in atlanta goodness and have a look back at this sterling t- uh at this sterling tears and i for one ain't mad <laughs> uh thank you i that's aj gammon uh then the five star we got for the blackout tips podcast this show easily my favorite podcast from the real don javis 
uh been listening for a few years now and this is by far my favorite podcast i listen to i don't even use apple Podcasts, but i had to come on here just to say how much i love listening around and can't talk about anything and everything thank oh, you thank you for taking that extra effort it means a lot to us because mm-hmm. i know there's a lot of y'all that listen and don't listen to apple right and so you haven't left us a five-star review so anytime but that doesn't mean you can't you can go create uh an, an account an account and yeah. leave us a five-star review yeah. and we appreciate you that take the effort and go above and beyond to mm-hmm. do that we do you don't even have to have any apple devices so for those of you go like i won't leave them a review but i don't fuck with apple though i don't have apple products just make just make an account and you can uh, leave us a five star and review. one more thing i want to say too if you leave a five star review anywhere over the world we can read it so yes. if you're international listening you're like well they'll never see it yes we will just mm-hmm. go ahead and submit that five-star review and uh we'll we love reading from people all around the globe our podcast is international i see the stats okay international baby i see the numbers i know what y'all up to i know what y'all doing i know how y'all get down all right let's talk about the comments on the episodes on our page but first let's play one of these beats uh for the transition musical cues okay shout out to my man amar musical cues he sent us all these beats and i said damn it if i ain't gonna use them we sure are okay we're gonna exercise them shit infrared crypto thank you um so we got comments on episode 2618 love us and lie to us that was our five-star review <laughs> policy <laughs> we don't need all this critical thinking Mm-mm, don't care about it five comments apia says great show as always i enjoy listening to the live feedback show a lot Woo-hoo. today i was even on time as i said great show but you view, your views on celsius and fahrenheit are just sad <laughs> but i'm here to help you my first strategy today didn't work out unfortunately i googled was fahrenheit racist and got no results so he was probably just (laughs) regular racist for his time nothing extra but i learned something new fahrenheit was a german scientist who was born in poland do you know who else has has his life experience your friend apia so he is my people my judgment should count more here like your judgment (laughs) like your judgment of kanye seems more legit than mine and i say lieber air fahrenheit no well that's the thing i'm saying like to me you are the kanye of of poland (laughs) german people (laughs) like why would you why would you sell out your own people like this i'm trying to finally on this show for the first time ever trying to give germany some damn props and here you go getting in the way trying to bring in this celsius bullshit celsius is probably racist that's why you didn't google him and put him in <laughs> mr celsius yeah uh she also said politics if i had to vote for one or four people on the list without further information and it was a black man black woman white man white woman i would vote for the black woman uh the probability of her being insane and entitled is the least in my opinion it's right. not zero but the best bet i agree she I might said not it, be all 100 percent crazy but you know it's, it's a lower persistence she's gonna have more common sense than the rest of the group i said it before joe biden is better in presidenting i made that word up than i expected mm-hmm. i uh, it's annoying that when he does something good people are like why didn't he do more right yeah it's it's annoying but it's his superpower and i'm hoping that uh that i i, I mean i'm not even hoping i know that uh a lot of black people down south that are you hearing, uh you, you weird feedback too? 
yes i am too okay yes. i don't know what that is hold on one two one two mike it's gone it's gone what the fuck was that i don't know is that gonna be on a recording uh, i don't know the, my yeah. check my check all right it's gone yeah. all right let's just keep going like it's not crazy all right <laughs> it might not even pick up um but um uh, fuck uh yeah but yeah, um we once can... he does something it becomes normal and i'm hoping that black voters in the south knowing that his old white manness is would persevere it's I'm like hoping, teflon yeah i'm hoping that we were right i know we were right so far in that there's been things that you know if this would have been a black woman if this would have been a black man if this would have been anybody, anybody but an old white man people would have probably already turned and soured on the administration in an unrecoverable fashion mm-hmm. and a lot of politicians wouldn't have done the stuff that they would you know that that, that they done that they've done so far under biden um to promote some of these bills and laws and because it's really been a about a about a skin of their teeth type of move for us to pass these laws over here i can't even imagine what the fuck it would be if it was somebody else because there's a lot of people who just you know joe manchin probably wouldn't have worked with a black person right so i don't even know what what we do here but i hope uh we already early voted yesterday and i hope that in two weeks we can look back and be like it was worth it because uh this is one of those times where i really think a lot of people in a lot of parts of this country are voting in the last free election they're gonna ever be able to vote in come on don't fuck unless, around and if they fuck this up like i don't even know what to tell them don't fuck around i'll tell you something from my exciting life besides my normal job i'm ethics risk and compliance expert and trainer in my company for my region i'm a wild girl i'm not the one making the rules but the link between the company and the employees after we complained a lot a terrible sop uh standard operating procedure regulating event. <laughs> what that's not a joke that's what that oh, means oh, oh I, I know i know but 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 you said sop i heard sob i was like uh, son of a bitch oh, my okay. bad <laughs> you said p i was like oh my bad a terrible sop regulating event facilities was replaced by a way better one really better i did the training and was pretty happy about it after my training one of my colleagues stefan who was a doctor of chemistry and smart complained that it was still bad because he still has to think and fill out the forms well good luck waiting for that to change stefan i'm starting to get mad i said and i'm not even facing some election who else would do this extra work not stefan but that's for sure so i get it joe biden i feel you (laughs) drew uh, dr uzo says hey rod and karen the feedback shows are always filled with gems but that terrence and philip reference made me smile as vaymon lost his top in defense of an uncle fucker that's all love the show thank you thank you jim dropper says hello queen karen and king regent rod the conversation about politics made me come over here to say my piece saying that dems and republicans are the same and that you would rather vote for a third party or don't vote at all reminds me of those white folks who said that they were living in a post-racial society when obama was our president right we don't live in a utopian society choices are for a society where there isn't a loud contingent hoping to see anyone anti to their belief end up losing all their rights if folks aren't realizing how close we are to reverting to the 1950s right now then they surely aren't paying attention we already have a corrupt scotus standing in the way of progress at this point we cannot be rooting for just a a dim president before a dim house and a dim senate Mm -hmm. dim state legislatures and dim local boards in order to keep the rights that our forefathers fought for in the past decades this is the dire and we are in the, on the precipice of chaos if we don't stand tougher to stop the republicans from gaining or regaining any power moving forward uh, in the foreseeable future 
yeah you know like uh we were talking um with uh our our our, our guest on um on, on what day was that tuesday we had a guest or was that tuesday. monday okay yeah tuesday, tuesday. Mm-hmm. we were um talking with professor Woolfork and she was bringing up how you know she's an anarchist and anarchy isn't like chaos it's you know um like like a just a different level of order where people are supposed to be equal and stuff and and, and every time i think about that it's, it's kind of like socialism and a lot of other theoretical country structures that theoretical in america anyway where people have sometimes made it work in other countries in good ways and in bad every system has its down uh drawbacks right but it's always like a homogenous society that makes that kind of shit work Jeez, everybody look alike and it, and it just immediately made me think like the biggest obstacle is that white, white people think they're better than other people right and as long as that is honestly what the biggest obstacle to even getting our democracy to work even getting capitalism to work to be honest like Mm -hmm. i'm like there's other countries that are capitalists that are better than us you know like there's an ethics there there's a level of like uh um capping on the top of the capitalism where it's like hey you can't do but so much you know there's countries that are capitalists that go no uber can't be here and ne- neither can airbnb and, and we, like and fuck amazon we don't want you here like yeah. we see what you're doing basically we see how you've been destroying these other economies in these other countries if you come here it's going to be really really restrictive because we don't want the other bullshit that not trying funny america and these other countries have allowed y'all to go to do and then fuck around and you so embedded into the society that we can't kick you out if we want to right and so the there's a lot so much of the stuff that i see the way i see it i'm not saying i'm i'm the only this is the only way to see it mm-hmm. but the way i see so many things just feels like if motherfuckers would just stop being racist a lot of shit could work yes. and i think the reason i'm so pragmatic and dogmatic about voting and voting democrat until we get until there's some some until i don't think there's another option right now for any right-minded person in america because we have refused to let any other right-minded option exist republicans are never going to be better and just not voting will just help them and the fact that we know their coordinated campaigns that are using uh demotivation on younger people to keep them from voting and they're using a lot of like misogyny homophobia and patriarchal stuff to keep men from voting of all demographics and the fact that it's even working on some of these dumbasses is 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 scary enough i'm not gonna help by going on my podcast and being like yeah right it's kind of like both sides i'm no it's not and mm-hmm. i don't even like i'm so at this point <laughs> at this point i feel radicalized but it's such a funny thing to say because what passes for radical on the internet and what passes for radical in offline are two different things and i think i'm radicalized in a way of like i am going to vote i'm going to vote democrat i'm going to encourage people to vote democrat and i honestly am so angry i'm not trying to hear a both sides thing anymore Mm-mm. i think it's a i think a lot of that is for stupid people mm-hmm. or for people that want to feel smart like like stupid people because they go actually i didn't look into any of this shit and i think 
the thing that makes me look the smartest is to be like isn't aren't they all dicks <laughs> it's all stupid right like that 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 just makes them feel smart because they don't then they don't have to read or know anything in particular and then there's people that want to feel smart um by being like i'm so heady um you know it's not like the democrats don't have their problems too and i'm like can we compare the problems for a second can we kind of compare the problems because i got a feeling that a lot of the problems are going to be shit like well you know the democrats only raised taxes to 15 percent, and they they only wanted a 15 dollar federal minimum wage and the republicans just want slavery so they both have their issues i'm like right but you don't see how one of these is less and how like i have a friend who's an, a person i went to high school with she's an activist and when i tell you under trump um she was marching she was doing a bunch of shit she really was but when i tell you there was no fucking traction when that when i tell you there was nobody listening people were just like man fuck that fuck you and your marches police Mm -hmm. coming out there fucking people up and now under just biden you know i've watched the resurgence i've watched this person like um like from a distance i've watched this person like really get movement on a lot of stuff dealing with incarcerated people and their right to vote and a bunch of shit you know that just wasn't happening under trump it just wasn't and that's just the facts and i want to live in a world where that shit can happen and the people that make that possible in my lifetime have been when we had democrats in office i'm not against people uh pushing democrats or complaining or whatever as long as it's uh you know productive i'm not against that i just know that complaining while we have fucking trump in office ain't work for nobody like i you was just mad and then nothing would happen with your issues and things would just get worse i'm hoping that we can get to a place where we can push people and i think biden has been a great example of someone you can push and he needs to have the tools to use them when he's pushed and what are those tools the senate the house you know we need that shit yeah, and like uh for me i don't know if it's a getting older thing but i'm like you there's some shit that i i just don't tolerate anymore and i'm tired of people just being intellectually lazy and not researching and not investigating and not looking and just doing whatever the internet tells them to do and shit like that um because i'm like people actually need to look around and pay attention but because our society is such in a rush to have all these external things to kind of distract you from the reality and it's really easy to get sucked up in that shit sucked up in these pointless arguments sucked up in these pointless debates when there's actually no work behind it there's that there's no bark in your bite you're just crying and screaming and this is one reason why the republicans just do the shit that they do because they know at the end of the day you're not going to do shit you're not going to stop them you're not you're but i just putting something online and just posting shit without any work means not a motherfucking thing for them they're not looking for you you're not that voting populace a lot of times you just sit inside the house and do absolutely positively nothing nothing at all and so for me there's certain things that i don't I, I just don't tolerate i don't have time for it because while people out here plan on in it nigga i'm like it's life and death out here for people like i vote for the people out there who might not have 
uh two and working two or three jobs you know need help need food stamps need assistance need a lot of the things that i got uh when i was a child because these systems was in place and a lot of people benefited from these things whether your parents told you or not whether your parents protected you or not a lot of people uh uh uh, family members were on these things and a lot of times these systems are designed to make people feel bad so some people may have been on their parents may have been on like some form of government assistance that might not even told them they might not even know but these systems benefit people and i don't want these people these things stripped away from people and and republicans didn't put any of that in place you see what i'm saying like it's not just a this year thing it's my whole life it's why i'm just over the quibbling and and the arguing over bullshit the programs that helped you are put in place by democrats the things that have made this country a democracy are being put in place by black people and black women specifically that push for democratic um uh politicians and democratic policies it's just i'm tired of just pretending like this shit is just even like it doesn't mean i think somebody's perfect it doesn't mean somebody's not like a party doesn't have flaws or there's no work to be done it's just those things are straw man arguments and bad faith attacks to try to get us to not vote i'm never going to be part of it so you know i didn't want to rehash this whole fucking thing to be honest like dude wrote in and we said what we said but Mm -hmm. it was it's just we like there's a reason we don't do that shit on our show and there's a shit ton of other shows black and white and all in races that do that shit and and if you want to like contribute to the like who gives a oh it's just all bad and not then then that's for them but i don't want to participate in that no i refuse and 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 i do not and i've come to the conclusion too that that fighting for uh rights and fighting for justice means different things for some people going online and posting shit that's their quote-unquote form of fighting but a lot of times results are not made like like that's sometimes a lot of times that shit don't actually uh manifest into the real world you know my thing of fighting is voting (laughs) my thing is fighting is showing up to the polls my thing is fighting is 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 reading about how these people voted in the past and should they be reelected? like that's my form of fighting and you know uh in my in my uh world you can have both but you it's, it's like people want one without the other and it doesn't work like that um we don't have any luxury right now to weigh options weighing options and throwing away votes for peace time did you not see how amon was knocking back morning stars in the training yard and allison was flaunting her religious values all over the castle while we've been sitting around dragonstone for six years learning high valerian <laughs> learning the dead language ain't gonna win battles preparing mm-hmm. to show up and show out wins battles and yes i'm liking in the high tower fraction fraction to the republicans and ray ray's fractions to the progressives but i digress uh our political system has cruelly dealt us a two-party system yeah it sucks but it is what it is and we have to figure out a way to work with it in a state that is currently in uh, help us all yeah you know i've been thinking about this shit too with the two-party system um i a lot of this is that simple and i bet you people in different political systems probably do look at other countries like everyone probably thinks the system they're in could be better looking at some other country right and a lot of times this shit hasn't prevented some of these countries with bigger broader political systems and parties from delving into white supremacy delving into this like hard right politics of grievance you know when you think about uh, Boris being elected Mm -hmm. um when you think about um 
some of some of the uh what was it italy just had like the first like fascist elected or something like uh or fat i guess not first but you know what i mean like mm-hmm. when you think about some of the countries that are moving backwards and they're like yeah we do have eight political parties 16 political parties and it's not helping it's i don't know sometimes it's that simple it's a very simple choice if if anything it was like it's down to the two parties you know for a fact which one is better to me it's just like that's not something i've ever struggled with at a voting booth where i'm like i don't know man maybe the republicans got it this time no only white people struggle like that you know um at least from my experience our political system is gonna okay anywho's the parties for the rant politics gets me heated thanks for doing what you do and keep up the great work and lastly mary says uh let me just refresh and make sure it's okay cool mary says i bristled about the implication and criticism that biden isn't doing enough and should be blamed for not fixing things that are completely not within his power jurisdiction i.e a state matter this old white man has low-key been passing the most radical shit that is helping people in real life in practical ways one example you brought up are the pardons for weed convictions i spent a few years volunteering at a legal aid clinic helping people to expunge bullshit convictions on their records like weed and other low-grade stuff like shoplifting these convictions have prevented these people from having a baseline decent life one woman who had already spent 15 years in prison needed an expungement to get a job to be a school bus driver another woman just wanted to be wanted to keep custody of her grandchildren but her past convictions were brought up in family law court (gasps) and one person well he had a job in housing but he just wanted his damn dignity back having that albatross around your neck weighs on you and your self-worth and this man just wanted to be clear of his past anyway all this to say biden did a good thing and has been and done good things and will undoubtedly do more if he if it's in his power let's go vote right best mary thanks mary that's all i'm saying it just seems simple i don't know why uh motherfuckers are gonna outsmart themselves you know like they're gonna out that well i mean it's not perfect so i'll just I'll, I'll. and the thing for me is um uh i'm not even saying that that dude who wrote in law i think law sounds like he's gonna go vote he's gonna vote democrat and mm-hmm. he's dissatisfied and that's totally fine oh, but yeah. it's just i think with our platform is very fucking important to be intentional about this right i am not quibbling this is not no middling shit this is not no uh i guess i will i i did that once on this platform i regretted it never, to this day never again. i'll never do that shit again as far as the, like i guess i'm gonna vote no nigga mm-hmm. i will be voting i'm gonna be voting early i'm gonna say it loud i'm gonna get on everybody's goddamn nerves you're gonna be like i wish this bitch would shut up well then uh you you just gonna have to uh hear uh what i got to say and uh hear the words that are coming out of my mouth and i'm and i'm really uh steadfast on a lot of things i know people don't be wanting to hear this but i mean it if you don't vote i don't want to hear you goddamn complain you did not put in on the on the process so you're saying whatever happens happens and i'll live with it right um all right the poll which is better fahrenheit or celsius now this is science so i know that apia and jeff and all the people overseas they'll they'll respect this because they respect science right science is how we know climate change is real mm-hmm. you know science is how we know that flossing works don't be that one out of ten dentist that doesn't say flossing works oh no oh no don't be that oh, person no i said it karen yes i did <laughs> so the poll flossing which does work which is better fahrenheit or celsius 69 percent say fahrenheit 30 percent say celsius 
sixty nine. <laughs> yeah, nice, nice. Cause it's sixty. <laughs> On Spotify, where the money resides, even more people. Eighty four percent say Fahrenheit. Sixteen percent say Celsius. I think scientifically we've proven Fahrenheit is the best. Celsius is the rest, and I think we can just leave it in there. No more fucking emails. No more comments. <laughs> It's better. <laughs> and I think y'all should respect science <laughs> because that's what matters. Um, we did, we did, uh, have com, uh, comments on the YouTube. Let me read those real quick. Uh, in Harmon says, Hey, my new cousins. Yes, I've adopted you all, Rod and Karen. Uh, Dedrick says, House of Thrones spoiler alert and put a minute mark. Hey, Dedrick, this is not a Game of Thrones podcast no it's not we don't give a fuck if you listen to the feedback show understand this motherfuckers are going to write in and it's gonna be game of thrones feedback so <clears throat> i would ima- i would say don't even listen to feedback show if you worried about spoilers because this is when people leave feedback and guess what feedback contains comments about the things we said on the show and guess what the things we on the show said complaining. <laughs> comments about the fucking show that we watched and guess what that means it's spoilers mm-hmm. so y'all don't have to get over that one you wasted a comment um vote and vote blue this november was our spotify comment uh miss barnes voting blue like always aaron says definitely even though i'm in california hey do it do it anyway mm-hmm. it's, hey, it's still local and uh i'll be looking at that california news Me too. not everybody over there is voting blue so Ooh, it's, <laughs> it's a lot of red in that long ass state just because it be going blue during the um during the general election and national elections doesn't mean shit locally mm-hmm. what we went with that wayne brady high, uh airport uh, uh they said that's a lot of republicans out there did you say Wayne Brady Airport? It's not Wayne Brady. Shit, what's that dude name? John Wayne? <laughs> yes, <laughs> Wayne Brady. Lord have mercy. I was well. <laughs> They're not in the same skin color. My bad. <laughs> well, Wayne, Wayne Brady does need airport now. I'm sorry. <laughs> Typhlosion says. That was a good tank. <laughs> Typhlosion says, I think all this conservative nonsense is the reason the price of pumpkin spice brick has increased 160 percent the price of the brick is through the roof m nicole says yes sir keith says yes y'all we got to keep this energy don't let your vote doesn't matter bullshit fool you if it didn't matter the republicans would not be working so hard to restrict the black and brown vote yeah one thing i do find funny is people now saying because you know people use anything for propaganda and one of the things they say is like how come Kanye always comes out around voting time and says, you know, starts trying to keep people from voting and t- telling people to make America great again and vote Republican and all this shit. And I'm like, I don't, one, that's not true that it's always around election time. Cause he's done shit like this in January before and the summer. Um, let's not use Kanye as an example. Uh-uh. Ice Cube and Killer Mike are good examples of motherfuckers that, it was during the election that they started they always start their demotivational shit you know killer mike goes away for a long time and then whenever there's a runoff or some shit in georgia he he comes shaking hands with uh brian cramp like but kanye i think is a lot less of a agent uh provocateur of any design it seems to be chaotic in nature uh roger says no matter who 
chrissy said chris or christ chris uh says yes sir hand delivering my ballot this week white family says man all day can't vote any other way if i voted anything else i'd be voting against my interest in co-signing january 6th herschel walker and a lot of other foolishness right il watson says i guess but only because biden made good on his promises of student debt relief and marijuana felonies i love that i guess <laughs> i guess like what 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 the fuck else? okay well then go get Herschel Walker. Raphael says, as for me and my house, we vote blue. I want my kids or other kids to have a chance at a better future. GOP don't want that. They want slavery and I ain't got time to be a, to be slavery was a choice. Me Fuck that. Jane says, absolutely, especially here in Texas. I'm cautiously optimistic, but don't, still don't trust white as some Latino suburban and rural MAGA voters ruining it. Yeah, I don't think it'll be black people that ruin it. I don't think it ever has been and I don't think it ever will be. Um, but uh it it, we do have power we should vote i think it's interesting um i was reading something today that was talking about how uh uh ron desantis might even win the this the county that miami is in this year because that's how strong the latino vote um and and of course that mostly being probably cuban Mm -hmm. is with him uh and that would be the first time that's ever happened in that state which is crazy right tiffany says always blue and mp bray says yes vote blue how could anyone see nancy pelosi talking about wanting to punch trump and question the democrats leadership if we lose these midterms we likely lose democracy that's what i'm saying it's so crazy that uh, i just people still hemming and hawing and you're like oh word like what are you gonna do when you literally can't do anything i just be thinking people is they must be doing way better than i think because i I just can't see how i would want to live in a world like that but it seemed like a lot of people kind of comfortable with the idea like you know oh we lost oh democrats blew it again as opposed to like what the fuck is wrong with our country that we even think the other side is a choice episode 2619 the stitch please we talked to dr i mean professor lisa woolfork um great guest mm-hmm. and y'all actually left a lot of comments this is the second time in a row last time was jl covan oh, nine man. comments ramsey d jenga says i'm listening to the show at work that uh, work this morning five stars i love all the black joy and them dragons insight and information where two or three are gathered is always a good time also shout out to professor woolfork for giving praise to ride and caring about how they set the standards and boundaries for how they reviewed them thrones and them dragons newsy says wow we i sent this episode to my mom because she lives in charlottesville and she loves to support black owned businesses between sending laughing emojis she's sending me audio messages cussing out the sewing circle that kicked out the guests everyone to my mom is those motherfuckers <laughs> well, that's i love old black people we, we don't know we don't, we, don't, we don't give a shit about names it's them those people y'all well i mean we didn't get the names of the sewing circle people Mm-mm. but uh those motherfuckers is very valid in this point in yes this it is uh she says she's gonna send this to everyone she knows so you might have an influx of black Altist fans in charlottesville virginia uh, we'll see and thank you you know hopefully she'll be able to track down the sewing circle and get them get them law says yo ride care professor wolfark was a great guest and much of what she said about being the black person in white spaces reminded me of my whole upbringing 
i grew up in southern california i always had a mixed ethnic demographic of friends from school my neighborhood and sports and more it's a weird feeling to have it suddenly registered that i'm the black friend when it came to white kids i realized that we're being taught two completely different sets of principles behind closed doors we didn't share racist jokes in my home we were christian and we weren't even allowed to say nigga but sometimes these white kids have family members telling them racist ass jokes and they were excited to share them with their black friends at school they expect us to be just as amused as they are but the fragility kicks in when you don't laugh that's when the i'm not racist it's just a joke please come fill it in uh yeah i had to i've dealt with that as an adult not a kid i I grew up in a like pretty homogenous black neighborhood Uh and school district but yeah as an adult i definitely had a friend tell me an anecdote about his racist grandfather and he thought i would be laughing and i was i i was mortified (laughs) i was like what the fuck funny and 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 then he tried to go on and explain to me how like his grandfather was cool i was like he sounds like a fucking racist and that shit's not funny to me and i you know i think that shit really bothered him but i didn't give a fuck it bothered me that you thought that's cute and and the story was like a bullshit it was like the joke was he it was they got together for christmas he told he told everybody as a joke so he thinks it's funny too um uh tell my grandfather i got a black girlfriend and that she's coming to christmas and he didn't have a black girlfriend so i guess that's the prank haha black and uh the grandfather was so racist he went and locked himself in the bathroom and refused to come out and they had to be like he dylan doesn't really have a black girlfriend grandpa he's just joking he's just joking he thought this was a funny story to tell me he thought i would be like what an adorable story your old grandfather is fucking racist so yeah i definitely can relate on an adult level now many of us have to deal with their adult versions at work and other spaces you have to decide if you're going to check somebody at work or keep check keep a check from work as far as we've come we ain't get there yet i guess hope you invite back the good professor yeah we definitely will she was awesome guest sean says i'm not going to send a wikipedia entry today just wanted to say i was glad not to see your podcast as y'all deserve more breaks than you take stay healthy also great to hear from fellow denizens of an ivory tower you have some of the best guests and thanks for bringing them in thank you thank you apia says i can sew okay i was raised in a working class family where we relied on remaining clothing or changing it because we didn't have that much money now this falls under ecological responsible behavior i repair the clothing of my kids and or charge small things change small things on my stuff by myself uh i know about the bmi being used against people of color especially but i also remember when i was a teenager in the 90s the body that was ideal was the one of kate moss very thin and almost androgynous mm-hmm. and a lot of times those those uh, uh people are very tall and you're like you, you you're you know almost six feet tall 110 125 pounds like that's ridiculous mm. um yeah i i yeah i i think um at least in my lifetime um skinny has always been the white ideal and k moss is only five seven by the way so it's not even just being tall like i just remember a big thing about her just being skinny yeah and that being like the appeal i don't know if she was the one that said nothing feels as good as skinny nothing tastes as good as skinny feels i don't remember who yeah, that was and skinny don't oh yeah that was healthy. kate moss kate moss oh, said no. nothing tastes as good as skinny feels so and then you know it became like 
a joke about how skinny she was because you know it sounded like she was kind of starving herself and, and a, all this stuff and a lot of people do and a lot of people uh even to today but if you go back and you look at a lot of the older pictures out to the side of the like the supremes and you know a lot of these even with a lot of motowns a lot of them had that same thing with them itty bitty waist like their waist would be like a smooth 12 inches around you'd be like nobody's supposed to be built like this yeah um well i don't want to say nobody because then it gets into shaming people that are skinny like i don't i think everybody has different types of bodies and i think we obsess too much over trying to make everybody into one standard size and stuff that, and that, that, i think true. it by it you know it, and there, there's skinny people that have body issues too i'm i saw something uh you know my girl tay tay put out midnight the 3 a.m version um last, last uh yesterday and so she got a visual album and it's really examining like her flaws and insecurities and stuff and one of the a very short clip is her stepping on the scale and looking down and seeing fat and i saw people online being like you know some people not even it was really just one person but who knows how many people retweeted and hyped it up mm-hmm. but it was somebody being like we don't want to hear that being fat could be is the worst nightmare for somebody like you and you da da and i was like shut the fuck up i am fat okay and there are a lot of people whose body dysmorphia and eating issues and shit stem from the fact that they can't see themselves the way that they are and Agreed. they have something in their mind that is constantly dragging them and they, just because you look on them on the outside and think they must be doing all right it's taylor swift everybody loves taylor swift one of the reasons she might be, look the way she is is because she is like i'm fat in her mind that's her battle that's you don't get to tell other people what their battles are it doesn't matter if it's right or wrong your insecurities aren't trying to be politically correct your insecurities are often politically incorrect it's telling you something fucked up that is not okay or not a message that you would want to receive from anyone else so um i thought that was such a dumb point they were trying to make but it was just the point of um we we never know what's going on in these people's heads um but we do know as a society what we hold up as ideals and a lot of times the ideal is something that is mostly destructive or unattainable for most people anyway yes and uh to piggyback on what i was saying when i was saying nobody's supposed to look like that the but like this the average weight size is not that in other words and so yeah i know what you're saying i think everybody knows what you're saying i'm just i only the only thing i'm pushing back on is just that there are some people that are going to look like that right and that's just what their bodies are going to look like and that's okay it's everybody's just trying to get to a point where they're okay being them and it's very fucking hard in this society because there's people that you would i mean we see it we see it all the time mm-hmm. there's there's people who literally are their claim to fame is being beautiful and you look at the pressure society puts on them and we mock them for why'd you go get that cat face surgery mm-hmm. why'd you get that bbl yeah. why'd you get those breast implants yeah. you were beautiful you were beautiful we're like we're all pushing towards these people that this level of like vitriol and hate because what we're really saying is how can you a person i idolize and look up to think you're unattractive and i say look around you everyone is being pressured to be more perfect more beautiful um because i have a a a a cousin who's 
she's been small she's had about four kids and literally every time she pops out a baby she literally goes back to the 110 pounds like almost instantly <laughs> so you know as far as like being small and t- and i've always looked at her like i like it's just amazes me that your body you know does those things but it's one of those things where uh i'm like oh that's just your body this is how you're actually built and i think that that's fine i think that like you said society and the pressures and particularly men have pressures too about weight and size and things like that a lot of these operations and surgeries and shit like that are starting to it's always affected men but men are are starting to invest more money into these things like women not at the same rate not at the same pace but just body image <clears throat> across the board affects uh everybody mm-hmm. uh, i i think yeah i think yeah all that stuff does yeah the men too is is like every human being is dealing with something anyway back to this um the body was the that the body that was ideal was one of kate moss very thin and almost androgynous almost every everyone of me every one of them white there was as i stated only white friends available i felt they were thin all my friends basically felt they weren't thin enough even if everyone was size six to eight same with myself many of them had eating disorder there was no body acceptance movement yet uh trey says hey rod karen and professor lisa this is such a great conversation y'all have professor lisa it never ceases to amaze me no matter what the setting there will always be some fuck shit we black people have to deal with lisa's over here just trying to enjoy sewing with her badass color-coded sewing threads in the background and they won't even let her live i mean she literally if you were if you didn't get to watch it live if you were like any arts and crafts and was sewing she literally had the whole fucking uh, rainbow coalition of Mary Joes in her background <laughs> with all those colors. It was beautiful. Yeah, I didn't see any Danish cookie tins, but I assumed they was there. You know they was there. They was in the background. Kudos she them to for the desk. Kudos to Professor Lisa for handling the situation like a G, but respect to her for taking it in stride. Uh, Professor Lisa, I would love to take your Game of Thrones course. It sounds super fun. Thanks for a funny, thought-provoking, sincere conversation. Thanks, y'all, Trey. Miss Barnes says, again, Ryder Carey, you the best guest. Lisa was a joy to listen to and has the most gorgeous skin. Mm-hmm. And how did you know that I am mending a pair of my favorite pants? I do so. Mostly to mend holes and keep my real comfy clothes long past the expiration date. Thank you again right of care after your ghost comes back and says by the way in our family my father is the pro in sewing 40 years ago my parents bought a sewing machine and my mother first set on the wrong side my father said move over i tried first and he ended up enjoying it a lot my mother in the other hand is used her incompetence here like a real man <laughs> that's what they do <laughs> mongongi said says uh i moved out when i was 17 and my mother always liked to bring up that she moved out when she was 16 and went to work as a seamstress uh which is how she met my pops by renting a room for my paternal grandmother all that was to say yes my independent ass mom did her best to make me an independent ass too which means she taught me how to use a sewing machine by the time i was nine or ten i primarily used my skills to sew on any required uniform patches and repair favorite socks neither of these things has happened for at least eight years uh well a lot of sewing machines do be collecting dust mm-hmm. you gotta get in there and, and the cost of clothes and everything is, is so much cheaper now 
to it's just easy just to go and buy something and buy it versus going through the whole process of doing it yourself now this is something that you really love to do yeah she in is, is cheaper than sewing i guess it it is it is particularly yeah. if you're sewing clothes because by the time you buy the pattern and the most expensive part is stuff fabric. yeah i'm um, sorry didn't mean to do that no problem um uh the poll do you sew 31 percent yes 68 percent 69 percent no nice uh and then on spotify 79 percent no of course <laughs> they would never sell they just buy new shit and 21 percent yes um <laughs> we had comments on the youtube samantha says i had never heard a stitch please but lisa definitely gained a new fan i thoroughly enjoyed her please have her back as a guest also she had me tearing up at the end giving both of y'all well-deserved praise Aw, uh, she Aww, she did thank you it was very nice of her mm-hmm. philip says i was getting ready to be big mad about the comments made about book readers but then rod brought me back and gave us props by not for not being spoilers like many had become during thrones i was ready to go full anime villain and push my glasses up to the bridge of my nose <laughs> with all the epic background music playing typing up a storm instead here's a random five stars thanks philip mm-hmm. uh sadia says yeah, I we're lo- not anti-book readers we just we just don't want you spoiling i loved and agree with professor wolfer's comments on your coverage of game of thrones and the spinoff you made it black you made it beautiful and you made it better thank you thank you uh saf says i really enjoyed this episode i don't sew but your guests made me want to learn i couldn't re- i could relate to to so much of what was said today being a black girl from a small white town a lot of what was said hit home y'all need to have her on for your dragons recap next year of course but i love what she had to say today and i think she messaged well with you two the two of you again wonderful episode thank you she was fun uh yeah i think the best guests to me are the guests that listen to the show yes and i think about i think this with every podcast you know like people who listen to your podcast are typically the better guests because they like get the inside jokes they know where you're coming from typically if they've been listening that long that means they do like you you know a lot of guests now a lot of booking and stuff and especially in the bigger white space podcast is more like uh we need to get a get we we got to get a get we got to get we got to get a big name we got and it's always some motherfucker that don't listen to the show don't really know the motherfucker that's making the podcast don't really care and you can make fun and, and have a good time but yes. it's just it don't hit the same to me as when you just a podcast has somebody on that like really fucks with the show white label american podcast says i'm gonna get my missus a sewing machine as a holiday present rather than follow up with the newly activated dormant sewing powers that karen woke up this king stays kingly and will point at karen should he receive any petitions great episode always cool to see her see and hear professor lisa that's from raphael black women stitch which is uh professor lisa wilford uh she says thank you so much rod and karen for your generous hospitality you see what she did there so uh i had such a great time valerie says i was so happy to see lisa featured today i had the pleasure of meeting her a couple years ago when she visited the chicago school of shoemaking great interview holy shit small world chicago school of shoemaking mm-hmm yeah if, you, if they do it it's a school um apparently so the q a thank you for being such a cool fan 
miss Barnes says anytime love y'all renee says thank you for being cool podcasters imani says thank you for being my favorite podcast y'all the best lee says anytime kiss kissy face emoji ignacio says ayo dead ass we love you too neil says thank y'all for being having the best podcast out there ryan karen you two are the best Bisola says you're welcome thank you for being such a lovely podcast or should i say lovely podcast <laughs> uh Kadian says just reciprocating k-rise energy Raphael says i've chatted with lisa on clubhouse a few times we talked in thrones bonding over our love of the show of your show so cool to hear her that here didn't need karen to activate my dormant sewing powers thank you for the info and chris says you're welcome thanks everybody mm-hmm. appreciate y'all let's get we to the, the final episode of the week which was tonely fans uh <laughs> house of the dragon recap law says yo rod karen rod and karen uh allison has been dutiful in every way and it's caused trust issues on more than one front knowing allison wouldn't been the been kept ray ray from trusting her with the truth it's probably why allison's father is keeping sneaky shit from her too they all keep her out of the loop like that auntie that has a bible verse for every scene you do yeah i guess i could see that man i think um yeah i think so much shit on this show is they're just so good at writing stuff where i can see it from both sides of people's point of view of things as characters and i think um Otto kept Allison out of it partially because of her rigid fo- rule following, mm-hmm. but also I think plausible deniability. He's just a schemer, and he is—he wouldn't want her in the way, whether it was right or wrong. And he wouldn't want her to have a say in matters. And in this episode, it really proved it. She had to go steal Aegon because he would not have listened to her if he didn't have to if she didn't get Aegon first he would have been like we just doing it the way i want to do it uh sir christian's anger issues seem like something that are used to now this dude catches body too casually for me though or maybe it's the way he's catching his body he never seems regretful either homie was well so regretful i don't know about joffrey because he was gonna kill himself that's this is one of the reasons that i'm like i need a explanation of the rules is not enough for me for people just to go he's in the queen's guard and that's that's enough i actually it doesn't make sense to me in this world because he was in the king's guard when he killed joffrey and he still was going to go kill himself and yeah i just it just seemed like there's some rules here that they're either not explaining or they're just fast forwarding through and i'll accept it in the fact that i don't like it's not like enough to break the show for me but i do it's one of those things that i find conveniently it's almost too cute and too convenient for the plot where it's like he can kind of do whatever they need him to do in a scene and we have to treat him like he is the king like oh he killed that dude oh well everyone's moving on it's just like i don't know it seemed like there'd be more at least a discussion about that you know even if it was just like Otto telling allison to get her dude under control or something like that you know it it just feels weird anyway um uh homie was prepared to take a child's eye just a few episodes ago and doesn't even wait for commands before he acts now he smashed that old man's face into a cake 
<laughs> he smashed that old man face into his work computer he just clocked in <laughs> uh face it to a cake that wasn't even there that's a big ass just a big ass marble uh amon is still an enigma to me but i'm looking forward to seeing some badassery from him auntie ray made a point that when she crashed uh in there with that dragon but that's the kind of thing that makes people take precautions the next time they try you mm-hmm. you only get like one time to catch people off guard like that um she pretty much aimed a wing missile at king quagmire and that's not something they'll forget uh hopefully she survives the next plot but you know it's game of thrones fun recap as usual stay healthy and blessed thanks law sean says was i surprised that laris wasn't vanilla not really was i surprised he was in defeat not really was it some of the creepiest sexual stuff on house of the dragon thus far kinda it fits into a pattern of not exactly consensual sex in this series but you may want to consult justin on his expert opinion of what makes a foot sexy (laughs) i agree that a nice big dragon fight for the finale would be perfect i hope that they keep masaria quote-unquote dead and save the shadow war between laris and masaria for season two i don't know if that's a spoiler that there's gonna be a shadow war or whatever that means but i do think uh we didn't see nobody i just assume masari is alive mm-hmm. it's just unless they tell us uh that she's dead like they said uh with old dude to his uh daddy and uh brother they was like them niggas dead and he was like oh yeah. i guess they ain't coming back but even still yeah. it don't mean that they, they might fucking yeah. show up season two we're like ha ha we ain't dead exactly i don't believe that shit either right my fucking dude was like i'm just trying to get out of this child support uh miss mary ah! smile says do you know my closed caption translated allison's response to Aegon's question do you even love me as imbecile both times uh instead of immensely uh both times i watched it i don't know maybe your caption is wild like that but i used the hbo max app and it said it said uh immensely Evie says laris killed his own father and brother just to jack off to some feet how disappointing ain't it <laughs> i thought this nigga was gonna have some wild crazy ass motivation now i'll be like damn i see i see the vision nigga jacking off the feet you could have did that without killing your family <laughs> you could have went down to the, the the silk street or whatever the fuck yeah, and just you could have went to the whole house yeah that, that'd have been more that was like this all i ain't got to actually do no work all you want to do is see my feet huh you just seen everybody's feet that's an easy day for them they're like yes, oh this nigga just jack off the feet i'm about to get, come up off all I'm about the money to get paid oh laris what a disappointment miss barn says in a creepy ass voice lord laris voice girl take off that sheer energy (laughs) that was all i heard in my head when i saw allison kick up her feet Ugh. um classic rb lover says hi rod and karen this episode was good but for all the reasons you mentioned i can't say i enjoyed it allison came across like a libertarian a republican in denial at best and like those republicans who claim to support the right things and then vote lockstep with every policy that screams white supremacy she is down for the evil but doesn't want to be held accountable for the fallout i agree and honestly i have a lot less respect for that like the version of allison that people seem to have wanted her to be the the one they kept writing in paint trying to paint her ass she's not i I, would have liked that i would have liked that more if she was just like i'm taking the throne bitch your father shouldn't fuck me that's his fault my now it's mine all right i would have liked that i i I stand a motherfucking side check the queen story okay you know but this shit where this shit where she's like 
guys are we really gonna kill them i'm like oh allison baby just get killed just get killed then Cersei, they'd have been on their way we'd have we'd have came in for episode uh 10 you'd have caught them at, at the dragon's keep with the bitch on fire laris is a foot fetish and sociopath who lacks any other motivation christian is a psychopath who is inexplicably allowed to literally get away with murder the show gave ranice a bad bitch moment then proceeded to have her not be a bad bitch meaning when the inevitable happens and her granddaughters become collateral damage it will be just as much on her as the usurpers of viserys's throne i was hoping for more hopefully the final episode would deliver yeah i just felt like everybody coming up to the precipice of making a decision that would be decisive i mean be uh not decisive um impactful and and multiple people just pulled up short to me like i can see that i like i went through it i don't i don't want them being like oh well i guess if allison has Aegon, we won't go kill rainera and them stupid 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 decision don't matter if she got egg on or not y'all niggas need to kill them because they are going to come kill you mm-hmm. um right Rhaeny- niece not saying dracars to the whole dais and burning all the motherfuckers up like uh fucking patrice o'neill at that roast stupid you should have fucking <laughs> killed them all burned them to flames we would have had a new niggas in season two let's move on just felt like why even have her do that to not kill him um allison and her we gonna take over with a bloodless coup ray and damon are not here for that y'all are about to fight a war i don't know why you think there's some terms that she would accept there's no term she's gonna accept except being on the motherfucking throne right so everybody came up a little short to me and yeah that is a little frustrating i still love the episode Mm -hmm. uh like i'm not shitting on the show Mm -mm. as far as like uh oh i didn't enjoy it it just felt like these are decisions these characters are making to keep the show going this is plot armor shit you know wangangi says she big ray uh should have burned all their asses to a crisp and set the throne uh until little ray came to negotiate yep the poll should rainaris have killed everyone on stage with a dragon yes or no karen yeah i think she should have because her leaving him alive is going to be a problem like you say and it's one of those things where uh maybe they could have shot it with you know something happened with the dragon or Mm -hmm. the dragon missed them or went over their heads or something uh but for the fact that you know you're that close and you have it screaming and we don't see any flames right um you didn't even you didn't even flame the people yeah i think i think a simple solution to this in my opinion is just have someone shoot her in the arm with an arrow or something and then she has to escape it's just like oh i gotta get the fuck out of here these motherfuckers gonna kill me and it's just oh okay cool we get it she she would have killed them but she couldn't you know because she didn't have this whole bullshit of she's a mother man get the fuck it's a lot mothers die every day b don't try that bullshit don't even try that bullshit anyway um the poll on anchor let's look at that number it is nine percent no so that's even less no's and 91 percent yes now these people are powerful people okay they got money so they know about taking power and they say you burn the motherfucker to a crisp comments on the on the youtube we got 10 
uh victoria says yes it's dragon's day mark says the king's guard is the highest level of knighthood in the realm so they answer to no one other than the king himself so it would have to be Aegon or allison to have Kristen removed uh i understand the idea of removal or whatever that i, I hear what y'all saying but that's like saying the secret service can just go kill random people and to which i say fuck out of my face that's ridiculous like the secret service can't be like yeah we had a party they shot uh a dignity a foreign dignitary but uh you know they can only answer to the president <laughs> like like there will still be questions and some level of accounting it's, this is a weird loophole in the show and it's the second time it's happened and, and it's and it's and they need to at least address it they haven't even said what you said on the fucking show that like your explanation which i think is kind of a shitty explanation but it is an explanation your explanation they didn't even do that on the show they didn't even have somebody confront them and go oh you know what we can't put them in jail only the king can it could be two background characters it could be two handmaidens talking to each other like oh god sir christian just killed lord beesbury and then just go i know but only the king can can put him in the in the in the uh you know dungeon yeah because me and roger talked about this and i will continue to say this this show is not subtle and because it's not subtle anything that they want you to show you they would show you so if this was important to them they would like you say a bypass a through line overhear somebody talking or something they're skipping it for a reason so for those of us that are just watching the show we're like hey doll you got to give me some explanation or else this this writing makes no sense right um all right uh the next person says i've been looking forward to this thank you tall tomboy nyc Linda brother says also rod's white worm voice and accent is way better than shorty on the show they should hire rod ah! to adr dub all her lines from here on thank you a chocolate lady cap says y'all are too funny philip says hey had larry ck in the room with the queen also larry ck that's good also did anyone notice the two men reading outside the set when Kristen and that other twin started scrapping they got right out the way smart saf anime anime says this is a good episode i believe you are going to have to do a different accent for masaria since she has proven she's nothing like melania because she does care about the kids um well (laughs) i'm gonna keep the accent because it's funny uh i do the comedy you do the political commentaries uh they should sell a cloak that says masaria cares do you (laughs) they really should that's good that's a good that's a good tie-in uh i said last week that Aegon needs to watch his back when it comes to amon because amon wants that throne and i could easily see him letting his brother die to get it i don't think when otto and allison when alice i don't say allison looks so much like a mother it was kind of conceding i think he was trying to get her to soften up and listen to him uh that was what he did in the past that show he got her to accept going to viserys in the first place that's how he got her to accept going to viserys in the first place he used the memory of her dead mother against her yeah uh in this context i didn't find it to feel like she's gonna listen to me because i say you look like your mother it was her because it's just the context of the conversation it was her telling him this is what we about to do the end and then he says you look like your mother and then she got up and walked away if he would have brought it up earlier when he felt like maybe there was some bend in her or some negotiating going on sure but i don't know that 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 felt more like a concession and i think it's been 20 years 
of showtime since he said that shit to get her to go in there with the king and so i don't think i think we're way past the 20 year callback of her being a 15 year old girl she's not that 15 year old girl anymore Mm -hmm. uh she's too old and knows too much now and it didn't work that's why she rolled her eyes at him before leaving the room laura laris in the feed i saw this coming most stories set back in times like this usually say how we how seeing a woman's ankles or below the knees is considered taboo first of all i I love you saf unless you read the books i i I don't know how you saw that coming like everyone who saw the foot fetish jack off scene coming something is very wrong with you because there's nothing on this show that has been any foreshadowing to foot jacking off i'm sorry (laughs) clear your browser history i don't know what's in there but clear your browser go incognito (laughs) in the windows and don't let nobody see what you're doing you either lying right now or you are off if you was like oh yeah clearly this dude jacks off the feet yeah i I, I, I see it all the time i see i I see the setup you can tell the way he's sniffing that flower he that's a foot jack off of his arm come, on, come on and foot and foot fetish 45 that you know that that's an old classic scene yeah i don't know about that player i don't mm-hmm. know uh maybe maybe you like yeah i don't if you seen that shit coming you come on mm-hmm. that you a beast come on you 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 a beast and you like and and uh, uh them toes taste good too i mean i couldn't help myself yeah uh, I don't know what that means. What do you oh, mean? we joking about foot fetishes, and that's the title of a poem, foot porn. Oh, them toes taste good. For, I, I don't know, Karen. Uh, I don't know nothing about foot porn. That's, me either. I'm making this shit up. I okay. thought we was joking. I, we are. I just, okay. You, you went, I just tried to understand the joke. Oh, I went too far. My bad. My bad. You went over my head. <laughs> I just didn't get it. Uh, my bad. I had to explain the joke. My bad. No, it's fine. I get it now. That's the title of foot porn. <laughs> only one i know is black meat white feet i've never watched it i just find it to be the, f- <laughs> the funny, funny name. name that's a hilarious name black meat we even gotta go interracial on the feet damn <laughs> everything is interracial i thought you knew porn races it's so bad porn is. is so racist like we can't just watch anybody defile these feet it's gotta be a black man mm-hmm. to make it extra good <laughs> <laughs> anyway so i knew that was going on when she placed her feet on the table and removed the socks it was like porn to him then well okay yeah after he she removed the socks i think we knew something was up maybe then but yeah i mean come on then he jacked off it's it's all it's not just a foot fetish it's also that it's allison right and so allison is this you know by the rules chastity da 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 and i think this is the ultimate scene of no you just a pick me you a patriarch you been held into the whims of these men and what men want from you is you not it's power over you and to me that scene wasn't necessarily just about the foot thing it was laris's power over her yeah the way they filmed her face turning the other way and looking disgusted um then with him having a messed up foot just make takes it to a whole nother level level the ending was badass and the first thing i thought was rainey's coming out the floor was with her dragon was all those people are dead i loved and hated that she didn't like them all up i do believe that part of the reason she didn't was because she was a mother and she's lost all her kids as far as she knows and she didn't want to do that to allison well she wouldn't have been doing that to allison because allison would have been toast too so you wouldn't even had to worry about that 
like oh you ain't gotta suffer without your kids for more than 0.1 seconds um at least not to have it be by her hands i can't wait for next week i do hope there's a rematch between damon and sir Kristen cole cole only one last time because damon had to start gloating before finishing him and let him regroup funny and enjoyable recap as always keep up the good work in harmon says i love the recap as usual karen said a said a drug and the sex too funny yes uh elena brother says i think it'll be interesting to see how allison moves from here on uh well <laughs> hopefully she'll stay on her toes <laughs> um uh i think she really does decide to become a major player in the game this will be the episode that puts that battery in her back she uh finally realizes her daddy and all the men around ain't shit i think that convo with this dog uh was also very important to her that said the ball is in ray's court now can't wait for the finale eternal joy says so nice to put voices to faces i'm already nervous for the finale thank you mm-hmm. and lastly dracaris everyone at home during the last scene was the q a question uh miss bond said she need to fry them niggas hard and crispy <laughs> alicia says would it have ended the show series early probably yes do i wish you would have said it absolutely yeah why we need four seasons if you could just wrap it up in one i ain't mad aaron says alice's ankles are looking a little titillating okay <laughs> we know what size you be on i ain't gonna uh the aaron apparently is keeping black meat white feet in in, in in business come on we we know you on the ankles out of sights uh ernest says how allison how allison gonna be out here showing feet in the racial chat i doubt seven would approve the seven would approve right rainese boca says rainese could have turned house of the dead into a 10 part miniseries (laughs) yes Raphael says jacars for mama allison jacars for the eye jacars for the spider girl jacars for the ottoman but i wouldn't jacars agon i'll take him to the fighting rings him versus all the kids fight jb says let them burn ignacio says i wanted her to barbecue the shit out of the entire platform but amon had this come get some stance that boy ain't right yeah he ain't right he was like i could tame that dragon uh dak 2120 says facts save your grandchildren in the war yep absolutely every time i don't know why uh, my girl right needs got caught slipping i had a lot of respect for her but uh, that wasn't the right look all right voicemails we got uh voicemail from, from one person two voicemails hello rod and karen this is miss barnes i have really truly missed y'all so much your girl has been, your girl got promoted at work and she's been working Congrats. way too hard as of late. Also, had the 50th birthday party tour. Hey. Tour has nowhere near settled down just yet. But I wanted to say thank you so much for recapping the House of the Mess. Um, pot, um, how to, ugh, I can't even talk this evening. Let's try again. <laughs> the House of the Mess, a.k.a. the House of the Dragon. Thank you so much for recapping it. And also, thank you so much for setting those ground rules about feedback. Because, honestly, when I watch the show, I'm like, I can't wait to hear what Rod and Karen have to say on it. And I get that people have opinions. That's fine and groovy. But 
sometimes feedback just turns into something that's just not enjoyable mm. for the rest of us when all we want to do is look at a fantasy show and then we just want to hear the Black Excellence podcast that is Rod and Karen. That's all I really care to hear. But I just want to say thank you for setting those boundaries. Mm. I really, truly do, really, truly do appreciate it. I'm waiting for old girl to cut me off at some point. But <laughs> I will also say, while I'm um, listening to the recaps, I'm also walking at the same time. And you can't have me out here wheezing and walking at the same time <laughs> because it's hilarious. These recaps are everything that I want it to be and then some. But y'all have me out here wheezing. Y'all have me laughing like hell. You have me in tears. Oh, she got cut off. Uh, last part of voice bell. She cuts me off like clockwork, though. That's okay. <laughs> she be I'm on it. She got a time. I off. am outside walking and I'm listening to the recap. I'm wheezing. I'm laughing. My neighbors are looking at me like I'm crazy, but that's okay. It's none of their business. <laughs> but I will say thank you so much for recapping the House of the Mess. I really do appreciate it. The 50th birthday party tour has winded down. I'm able to listen a little bit, um, a little bit more consistently. But again, thank you so much, Rod and Karen. I really greatly appreciate it. Take care. Go Arby's. Love y'all. Wow. Wow. <laughs> y'all almost had me. Y'all almost had me. Um, two things. One, the podcast feedback rules. Uh, one of the things I realized as a person that does the podcast and a listener to other podcasts, everything I'm saying is only to make the show better. Mm-hmm. And it's never to be mean or hurt anybody's it's feelings. It's not a personal attack. And so, um, once you look at it that way, it's up to people to respect and understand the boundaries that we draw with the show mm-hmm. and that it's all about the quality of the show and there are going to be some people that take it personal or there are going to be some people that can't take a joke because i almost always couch it in like some level of humor so that it you know take it a little you know so they so that the, the medicine goes down easy with a little bit of sugar you know but in general um there were times in the past when we kind of let people run the show and things would get out of control and we were so busy trying to be nice mm-hmm. that we were letting people hurt the show mm-hmm. you know it's like we used to have it where we open the phone lines on saturday and sometimes people call in they want to talk for 10 15 minutes and some people are funny for 10 15 minutes most people are funny for like a minute at most Mm -hmm. and at at some point it's just i didn't we don't want to look mean but it's like you got you're not gonna pick up the contest clues you're never gonna get off the phone you're never gonna move on so now it's up to us to tell you to move on Mm -hmm. you know um there's people that tend to like figure out how to flow and fit in and there's some people that want to kind of take over um and then the other part is one of the main things i realized with the especially for our tv show recaps and especially house of the dragons and walk and uh, game of thrones there's some people that are just into those shows they don't really fuck with us nope they just look at all these different podcasts and tv shows and stuff as just like entertainment and a place for them to get their opinion out mm-hmm and i we're not doing that Mm -mm. we we don't get an hbo check you know we ain't official nothing 
so we don't officially need to do anything for that show we're doing it for our show right um we think we do something funny with it that other people aren't able to do in a lot of ways and so yeah letting them letting them write into us to give us a seven paragraph recap of game of thrones with their own jokes and shit you need to start your own podcast you need to do your own blog that's tiktok something like that because you're just trying to use our platform to do your thing Mm -hmm. and most people think it's not better than what we're doing already so why would we need to do that you know we used to do feedback on the recap and the show started getting longer and longer because people just wanted to hear themselves and it didn't matter if they was the the 17th unoriginal ass got this from some other place they already made all these nicknames and shit it didn't matter they were like they they were they were like i just want to hear myself and uh that's their right but it it isn't in our prerogative to put that on the show if we don't have to no and our time is precious Yep. and uh it's one of those things where i'm gonna keep it real y'all don't want y'all time wasted and we don't want our time wasted and like roger said it got to the point where the shows was like three and a half like you know we're being very long that's why we was like no we're gonna put it on a feedback show we have a feedback show let the feedback go there yeah and it separates the we from the chat because the people that listen to feedback typically are real fans of the show correct who want to hear about the other episodes and stuff it gives us a chance to promote those episodes for the people that are just like i'm only here for house of the dragon i guess i'll listen to the re- feedback episode so i can hear what they say about that and you know hopefully not all probably a very small percentage but some people go oh they talk about other shit oh wait they're funny oh wait they politically active oh okay there this is an informative show like i'll i'll stick around i'll check i'll check them out for other topics and and we know some people that have now been listening for yeah, years because they said hey i listened to game of thrones and next thing you know i was fucking listening to y'all every day so anyway dune dragon emails let's get to this dune dragon says hey karen and rod the deal he gave carl made no sense Lainor's father is the mother-loving Cisco Targaryen, the Jeff Bezos in this bitch. How much coin could he have offered from Darth Day that he couldn't do the same move on his own? Rhaenyra moved to marry the Sith Lord, is just pushing Doom further down the line while she gets a better chance to sit on the throne. The infighting amongst her kids is now guaranteed. Uh, I, I gotta say, Doom Dragon, I don't think it is now they got a bigger enemy to fight they ain't gonna be fighting with each other and they were gonna marry them kids together so then the infighting really wasn't guaranteed mm-hmm. innocent and high innocent and high tower are shack and Cobian at the king's landing the episode was brought to you by master's tea master's tea when you can't pull out you can do without master's tea oh no karen's take on how popeye's vision uh improved after losing the eye killed me sir Raymond's speech was chef's kiss what do you know about valerian blood princess the translation into high valerian is your kids are y-t-e white uh when the king said let's have some music my first thought was dj khalid saying another one uh i wonder which way sith lord uh will bend if it comes down to the strong boys and his own kids i don't even know who sith lord is who's sith lord sith lord is that damon mm-hmm okay oh okay i wonder which way sith lord would benefit comes down to the strong boys and his own kids this season has beaten all expectations og game of thrones was not this good by the end of his first season thanks for the free funny guys peace doom dragon thanks for doom dragon mm-hmm. 
jay full says hey what up Ryder karen with the election coming up i was curious if you've ever done voting by mail i live in a liberal ass los angeles in california is automatic vote by mail you can still vote in person but every registered voter gets a ballot in the mail i usually vote in person but in 2020 i voted by mail and i've been doing so ever since i'll usually fill out my mail ballot and then physically drop it in the box of my polling station in california you get a text when your mail ballot has been counted which gives you peace of mind what i love most about voting by mail is that i can literally do my googles with my ballot right in front of me i gotta be honest in the past i mostly did research on the major races but now everybody gets googled especially these goddamn judges yeah i'm i'm like that with the school board yeah because the school board they don't decipher they just give you a fucking list of names mm-hmm and you know republican and democrat on the school board even though there are republicans and democrats on the school board if you know what i'm saying right anyway there's a really wordy say to say really wordy way to say everybody in the black Altus nation that if voting by mail is an option in your state it could be worth looking into for future elections i found it to be the most relaxing and informed way for me to vote lastly i just finished watching the georgia debate with between warnock and herschel walker and holy fuck herschel is so incompetent he wasn't answering any questions and just attacking warnock when he did answer questions he would often contradict himself with the answer it was insane i really hope he loses in a landslide peace j full yeah um we voted by mail before and it was very easy mm-hmm. um you have to request it here in north carolina mm-hmm. but they mail they send it to you way ahead of time and everything you said you can google and all that stuff and the the and and take your time and then drop it off in the box at the ve- at the ballot box or you can mail it in and uh we also have something you can sign up for to make sure that you see your um that your vote is counted and you see the 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 the, the we received it and, and and it'll take you through the whole process like we received it we calculated it we tabulated it boom it counts your you thank you for voting in the election so yep mm-hmm. i think 2020 they actually just sent it to everybody because of the pandemic yeah. but uh the next year they was you know we went back to normal like roger said which is you normally have to request it yep um jerome says big ups to the best pot the best rod and karen uh wondering did y'all see nori apology on the breakfast club after having yay on to say that fucked up shit about george floyd what he said was fucked up and that is not why i'm writing in i'm writing because i found it hilarious that during his apology nori said he was gonna bring on sean king and dr umar as a rebuttal to kanye <laughs> that's funny <laughs> oh man oh man i would love to see him cut them off yeah yes because he he didn't cut off kanye and he thinks that's the real problem he should have been cutting off uh, i want to see him try to cut off dr umar the other funny part head might explode the other funny part is they asked why did he have yay on and nori says to Charlemagne, a lot of people think you fucked up too i still fuck with you i love nori but he was so short-sighted during that interview keep doing your thing and wish y'all the best peace from i never watched it and i say that actually as a point of pride i normally don't say that kind of shit as a point of pride this time i'm saying it i am proud of myself for not watching it because i watch any of that i don't think there's anything um there's nothing of value to be added from anything kanye is saying right now and i think it was very uh i think it was very foolhardy to give him a three-hour platform on one of the biggest podcasts uh knowing that he is mentally unstable at this point and, and not taking care of himself clearly uh 
not making any sense and uh i found a lot of this shit to be farcical as far as like what people are cherry picking on when they're gonna draw the line you know i think it's funny it's ironic and funny to me that black people are now like i tell like it's a mental health issue when when he was only saying when he was saying anti-black shit everybody was like he ain't crazy that's no excuse mental health has nothing to do it he went anti-semitic white people said now mental health is no excuse and 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 why aren't we standing up against him which means they was cool with the whole time he was saying shit like white lives matter they didn't find that to be uh (laughs) something he should be deplatformed for isn't that ironic now he says something about jewish people and it's like oh we got to put a stop to this man uh so crazy but yeah i'm 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 i I was proud of myself for not watching that shit show because i've even when i see pictures of kanye i I, i'm I'm sorry it makes me deeply sad and this isn't some johnny come lately shit i've been saying this for years Mm -hmm. i'm not backing down because i think i'm right and i know i'm honest about how i feel and i think a lot of black people are in denial about how they really feel which is Mm -hmm. that they're hurt right that this nigga like disappointed stop taking care of his mental health and i think they want to believe that even if he were on his meds and shit he would be acting some level of this and this is just who he is and shit i don't believe that and i think it's honestly a nightmare to tell people that are in the in the in the midst of a manic episode this is who you are because i'm think what i think of the people i know who are medicated who are doing their best to take care of their mental health and dealing with this shit with the chemical imbalance in your brain that is constantly adjusting to medication you can't fucking imagine you can't fucking imagine if you haven't gone through it so uh or at least i shouldn't say you can't imagine motherfuckers ain't willing to imagine because it would mean having some level of empathy and they they think empathy is something that is really akin to pity they're not really empaths they think they're empaths they're not they're empathic about people that remind them of themselves which is mostly just a form of some type of narcissism it's a form of like i love myself so much so when it's one of the reasons when you see people say shit like i would never cancel another black woman it's like yeah because you're a black woman you just thinking about yourself you're not right like that's not that's that's not uh the badge of honor that you think it is guess who else thinks like that white people white men you know what i mean men like everybody thinks that about the group they're in which is not some like admirable position to be in um it's not revolutionary really it's just i look out for people that look like me that's kind of the the fucking issue with the world right and i get the power dynamics and stuff but when we talk about these things a lot of times we are talking about power dynamics which is what it's i'll give you a great example i'm a straight black man this happens all the time straight black man look man i ain't canceling no brother because the world already out here trying to get us and you're like yeah but that dude uh, is r kelly (laughs) like we ain't gotta pull that one out for him bro he can go listen man the world is out to get they get incarcerated it's like yeah i don't give a fuck you know when it's um like some when a black woman says something fucking transphobic or something one of the first things i don't cancel black women well congratulations and white people don't cancel jk rowling it doesn't really that's not really the flex that people think it is now it's honest right you what you're really saying is i have empathy for people with my experience fine but 
understand that's what's keeping all these people around right and i don't think you're wrong we can and should have empathy for people even people that do fucked up shit you know i my hard thing was learning to turn it off for people and be like that's enough but i don't say it that's enough out of a anger towards them Mm -mm. i say it out of preservation for myself and for and for because it's draining when you're a true empath because they have to do the work themselves i do it i do it every day you know so they got to do the work themselves and some like it's like when you have a family member that's a drug addict you can only do so much you can't infinitely just be like suck me dry and kill me at some point you have to be like dog you keep stealing all my stuff out my house you can't come over nope and it's not it's not a that's love that is love that is empathy in a lot of cases and so anyway all that shit to say i think kanye is at a point where ignoring him cutting him off not platforming him is the most responsible thing everyone can do and it is a fucking shame the the transactional nature of that industry that nori would be like but at least i'm getting clicks at least my podcast got make more plays this week yeah because that was dollars i don't want to hear you step in i don't want to hear you tell me that's your friend then i don't want to hear you tell me it's about the relationship y'all have it's about the transaction because you want to have him back again but but it's a transactional relationship it's not an actual loving and caring relationship i doubt nori will put his family member who was having a mental health crisis on his on his fucking podcast i doubt that but but this was a flex and i think it's the most it's, it's using that person it doesn't mean i i condone or agree with anything kanye says or does it's just i know when you're using it's like taking a person off the street that was acting out in ways that we knew were mental health related and being like i'm gonna put them on the blackout test podcast we all gonna make fun of them because and we're gonna just look at the shocking things that they say and play like guys can you believe he said it and we'll just say that's entertainment and then later when y'all go right that was kind of irresponsible it seemed like y'all making fun of that dude or just letting him spew shit that was like he came in and said a bunch of racist shit and y'all just sat there and laughed and yucked it up and then got drunk with him and then i'll be like oh yeah yeah but did you see how many clicks we got that's reprehensible to me so i I really think you know i think it was sad to be honest and 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 so anyway that's mostly how i feel about kanye but i've been consistent on that for years now some people are starting to catch up which is ironic he had to go anti-semitic before people went oh i think he really does have mental health problems and i think some of this racist shit is related to his mental health stuff and you know another reason i'm sorry going to this tangent another reason um another thing i keep saying that i don't I, i'm just gonna flat out say i don't believe um and i think people keep repeating this shit but i think everybody is wrong and i don't give a fuck if it's a million people that say it i think they're wrong when you go it's impossible for your mental illness to represent in any level of like racism or any level of ism i think you're lying and i think you know you're lying but you don't want to come off of the the high that we get from judging people right you don't want to come off of that especially with what we know about social media and the fucking propaganda campaigns that happen all the time that fucking stolen election from us the idea that your fucking brain cannot be um coaxed towards 
certain conspiratorial beliefs and and shit like that an imbalanced unregulated unmedicated brain it's impossible for somebody who was literally their whole fucking life talking the opposite to go down a fucking rabbit hole in this QAnon ass run up on the capital world y'all really think mental illness cannot possibly have anything to do with somebody saying the opposite shit they've been saying a whole entire fucking life i don't believe you believe that i know that you deep down go he wasn't acting like this until he fucking got off his meds honestly he was acting the opposite nigga had eight years at least of rap albums about pro-black shit (laughs) and then just was like i'm a god also black people are the problem it's like oh also i'm not on my meds you know what dog i can't say for a fact that it's not related i don't give a fuck if it makes it not neat and black and white it's a gray area it is a gray area maybe some of that shit he would believe maybe he wouldn't we'll never fucking know because he won't take his meds at the end of the day that's the only part that i'll go and that's on him that's on him you that's the only part your own mental health you gotta take care of your own shit you you like you, it's unfortunate but that's the truth of it and it's not even a mean thing to say it's literally i no one else can do it but him his mama ain't allowed to put him in no fucking conservatorship or no shit it's just that grown man saying he's not gonna make that decision and his brain is going exactly you look you a god Kanye. you don't need to you a prophet okay now why the fuck y'all putting them on y'all airwaves now that is disgusting that's more disgusting than the shit he's saying that you think you can get a fucking click and some ratings off of it that disgusts me truly um kivas writes in um hi rod i was creating a demo video for a product line of mine and wondering if any of the people who sent you tracks to your show might be interested in creating a small track that could be played during the demo video regardless regards kivas they them and i said well what's your email address because now you're writing into our show to get something for your show or whatever <laughs> which i don't mind throwing out of you but i need to be able to tell people how to do it you know right. so they wrote back kivas which is k-e-y-v-i-s at desnik which is d-e-s-n-i-q-u-e dot com d-e-s n-i-q-u-e dot com that's their email address so if you want to if you're a producer or somebody that wants to help this person uh with a demo video and they need some music or something you can email them uh that's all i can do for you lauren writes in game of thrones recap while eric and eric were looking for Aegon, just as one of them started fighting Kristen, an ad for nursing's career started playing i thought it was a drop until it went on too long and i didn't hear karen laughing but it's true a lot of people are considering a change of career in this show nursing in the upmc healthcare system would be a much safer job love to recast thank you for continuing with them lauren yeah i i actually put a uh break for an ad uh in that part of the conversation so that might have been the ad you heard but who knows what it was for everybody else i heard walmart karen heard walmart mm-hmm. uh feedback is his toe jam uh totally fans it's from kamisha oh mimi who says hi rod and karen bruh the way they let sir Kristen go around killing folks with the queen's immunity is ridiculous what is she the green wall or the blue wall 
tortoise uh wall of immunity from prosecution low-key since he is under the queen's protection now there's no king it makes sense but before why would king Vizzy not fry him up because back then he wasn't in hospice mode and i feel like the driftmark crew would have demanded it why we gotta be slighted all the time by the white man regard uh questions that will never be answered as far as Kristen and his oath and allison and her faith they give me obsessive cult mlm vibe <laughs> like they are selling some incense and diet pills allison kind of almost got out of the mlm but they got this one big conference in the set with tony roberts les brown and that low vibrational plate chick and they put pull, oh, pull no. they pull good sis back in smh she ain't even a top earner no more uh hey rod and amon and Kristen have the hands uh i mean yes rod amon and Kristen have the hands it was unclear why eric and eric are fighting with the hands either way he was going back to the keep and probably closer to his mom than otto your translation of allison and nisi conversation and yet you will pick me sent me i thought the same as rod when <laughs> allison took them shoes and socks off i was blown shocked not appalled how they how did they come to this arrangement what was that combo uh that kind toe she was she is oh, a queen no! like she has got to be considering nisi's words and how she shucks and jives for men oh my god oh no she stooped so low baby girl where's your agency stand up stand up yeah that was interesting to me because like they they illustrated exactly what nisi told her like you a tool for these men and you can see it on her face and she was like this nigga is jacking off to my feet what have i become what have i become cersei would never uh what if it took him a long time too like what if he was like a person that needs like 30 minutes he was like oh i'm gonna be jacking off all day to these feet uh like she was like are you done he's like turn around i'm going for a second load uh what was a small what was a small moment that also took me out was karen saying amon is the kind of dude that says present during roll call instead instead of a simple here <laughs> he is that kid all grown up looking for attention and validation for all the hard work and studying mm-hmm. he is allison's kid Agon, i don't know where he come from uh queen who never was shall have fried should have fried them up but i see your point of mercy for mercy the whole coup reeks but but her emails the men in charge didn't have uh put all this energy in the coup and machinations and the family bonding into a tour for the realm accepting ray ray enough to not have a full-out war and training her to be a good leader it was always going to be a war even if ray and allison made nice there still would be a war because their stands would be like cardi stands and nikki stands or beyonce stands versus kanye apologists i don't think it would have been a war if they really were of one accord i really don't at least the way this show is written i mean they got all the dragons who the fuck was gonna fuck with them the only way it would have been a war is if someone within other than them within the within a level of power would have said nah so like if they said uh we coming together as one and then Aegon was like i still do want to be king which he didn't but i like the way they wrote it was beautiful because it really said if these motherfuckers could have just got along it would have been fine mm-hmm. and that's something shakespearean about that um anyway i want to see some dragons killing and blowing up in record shop love the recap for usual i swear the music and audio drops are hilarious mimi thank you mimi and my thing is i i know this might sound simple you know who i feel bad for 
the people who was ushered in there before they got their morning breakfast right and end up dying 30 feet in the mm-hmm. bottom of the dragon pit and they was like bitch i didn't want to be here no way i didn't even get bre- i'm dying on an empty stomach yes i agree maybe that's just me no but, it's not just you I but agree. i'm like these innocent poor people i got whooped y'all i got ha- i got you know forced to be come in here like cattle and then i die rainey's ain't care about them mothers no julie writes in karen and rod to revisit the lukewarm temperature conversation uh of my previous feedback here's my unsolicited contribution our freezing point is 32 point of 32 degrees is zero celsius start there for every five degrees that celsius makes a move we flex it uh with that fahrenheit of nine american exceptionalism has always got to be flossy baby even if it's just an image of degrees higher uh this means five celsius equal 32 plus nine equal 41 fahrenheit 10 celsius equal 50 and so on when celsius decides to go low in these temperature streets we subtract nine from 32 so even that negative 5c we still go high at 23 that's ice cold you ain't never gonna be ready celsius now did you ask for any of this of course not <laughs> i was i was honestly i was about to say you know all i heard when roger was reading wah, 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 that's all i heard did i ask for an image of larry's pleasuring himself not just the allison but her daddy's feet as well no but thanks to y'all that's seared in my brain as for feet uh i was also <laughs> not ready for my point is you never know to what pleasures your feet will actually travel eventually travel <laughs> when you get there tell them it was me who tried to help you figure out whether to pack boots or sandals it's always a good time with you two thanks for putting your foot in these dragon waters and for your full body immersion in these many seas you've been traveling for all these years much love and peace julie thank you jeff says um some fucking with us hi ron and karen october is almost done so i guess you broke out the pumpkin spice by now mm-hmm. yeah you late jeff quest love had stacy abrams on his podcast the other day bro insists it was fantastic i had just finished listening to episode 26 19 stitch please of youtube what an amazing day two unbelievably intelligent people doing and informing not just complaining thank you always thank you. sadly here's more bullshit fuck these guys hey you know uh you guys know what this buy me one bullshit means what do the constructor cons have to do with this all love and thanks jeff in japan i don't know everything you said in the last paragraph was gibberish to me but uh he did send a link to an article i say for fucking with black people we'll get to later okay but uh i don't i don't know whatever the constructor cons or uh, i don't know i missed that mandy says hey dear rod and karen a lot of black people are saying that yay is getting treated by businesses how he's getting treated by businesses racist he has proven that jews do run everything what i just have to say as a black person i highly disagree with that just because i'm black does not mean excuse me for being an ist or phobic person that's not equality that's called that's called wanting privilege to discriminate this is what people would want to happen if someone was to say similar things about blacks so you can't have it both ways here's the thing i'm gonna go even further nothing's really happening to him in the way that people want to make it seem they did the same thing with dave Chappelle. they said if you talk about the lgbtq community this this is what they do and they cherry pick they pick like one or two things that are typically not from the top down they're typically from the bottom up people motivated right so typically they pick stuff where it's like this bar 
had all of his wait staff say we don't want to work if dave Chappelle's gonna be the opening act or be the headliner act tonight and then people go you see how they do when you talk about the lgbtq community they shut you down brother i wish black people could do that like that's what that's how they uh, make it sound uh, uh, and then you uh. go you mean dave Chappelle, the highest paid comedian in the history of the world dave Chappelle, dave i can film a film myself talking for 20 minutes and it'll be on netflix by the end of the night dave Chappelle. you mean dave Chappelle? i don't even have to make jokes anymore i can just get on here in black and white and talk about my day and you motherfuckers will tell tell me it's a i'm a genius dave Chappelle, like mark twain award winning day he didn't get nothing happened to him nothing happened to him and so this shit with uh kanye what i find interesting is they're going yeah they're shutting him down for being uh anti-semitic and it's like he's been doing as much as he can to get out of these deals for years now like if anything they've been hesitant because he's supposed to be the black hip hop street voice of the people yeah, he sells shit but yeah like the, people are like balenciaga finally took him off and i'm like yeah probably because they kind of had to right not because they wanted it's to. not because they were like man the the the, the anti-semitism man the jewish people called and shut them down it's like no nah, they probably were like this nigga ran up in the office yelling at adidas and gap and fucking mm-hmm. like he's having manic episodes in offices and yelling at people and right. threatening to do stuff with his contract and all that you know what it's not worth it it's all bad press so i don't even think it's like some six jewish people in a room Mm -mm. finally pulling the lever on get rid of kanye west that's not if if that's all if that's what this was and you could just shut down people for being anti-semitic you wouldn't have a candace owens you wouldn't have donald trump you wouldn't have uh, a bunch of people that are anti-semitic but anyway also just a random crazy thought question pete davidson is jewish and kim and him are no longer dating attacking jewish people with threats of violence is similar to what he did with pete and maybe yay wanted to up the ante by going after a group since going after pete alone didn't really work if that makes sense i'm be honest with you mandy i haven't followed that shit that close i don't know me either yeah i haven't been following i ain't trying to be dismissive but yeah. just don't know and actually i have to be like this y'all don't care i feel like everyone keeps trying to apply some type of logic that makes sense to kanye's actions mm-hmm. and what i see is a manic person that the only pattern is mania and he that's why he can say some shit to like i think i'm surprised that people are still trying to put pattern to his to his actions when this summer he was saying a bunch of pro-black shit to try to show people to pick his side over kim kardashian Mm -hmm. and i was surprised to see how many black people that had written him off for years were like i don't know he kind of making point they do try to make black families look bad with black fathers and and i was like what what are you doing right now right when he said slavery was a choice this man still ain't took his meds since then why what are you doing even trying to pretend that this is okay this will not end back well because he's not going to be consistent and then you're going to look stupid three months from now when he's saying shit like white lives matter and you go now how do you square that with the whole black fatherhood message right this is the staying culture all this shit where we argue about celebrities is stupid yes it is uh stitch please and other feedback this is from b who says uh from toronto how rod and karen hope you all are good 
thank you for another amazing week of stellar content with the episodes in your main feed three guys on appearances plus the blackout tips premium shows which i admit i'm behind on this week i started subscribing this year and will never go back to basic your show with lisa woolfork made me so happy i listen to a lot of podcasts on various subjects but rarely can you find one not not to mention one episode like so many with just you two or your guests where i can listen to intelligent people break down history literature politics and pop culture and still get in great jokes did you know today in history 1836 sam houston was inaugurated as the first president of the republic of texas the thing the professor was saying about jefferson and juneteenth at carnival row had me googling and reading and shit lol <laughs> your house of the dead dragon recaps are so dope i feel like i'm in west uh, west barbershop or chilling that murmurs murmurs joint with some barbecue and ale and cool valerian jazz in the background as rob recounts each week's events over at dim targaryens and <laughs> you all would be in old in old town though not flea bottom the ghetto anyway love you guys love your recast love the series i can't believe season one is almost over in the meantime i don't think you really take requests but here's there's a movie on netflix i would love to hear your review if you ever do called rrr it's like if quentin tarantino directed a crouching tiger style black panther musical dubbed edition so awesome start to finish thanks blackout tips thank you mm-hmm. uh let's see oh and so this person wrote in last night and i had to edit this because one they gave us a prediction to start off with uh 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 no predictions mm-hmm. what are you doing why would you mm-hmm. even do that my reaction is angry sad and uh disappointed yes um and now i'm hearing static again oh my check okay i think it's just my headphones okay. you're not hearing it are you Mm-mm. yeah i got i bought some new headphones i should have hooked them up already anyway uh inside of the royal carriage when aegon to ask allison if she loved him while he was holding that sharp valerian steel knife in his hand was a chilling scene for me i'm telling you with allison slapping the taste out of his mouth and telling him that he's no son of hers after he raped that servant girl combined with the way he was feeling himself at that coronation this ain't gonna bode well for her she had better watch out because now that he's got that crown on his head not even she will be safe he is coming for her i can see that honestly uh i because i thought it at first when he picked up that knife but i was like that would be crazy kill his mama on the way to coronation uh but yeah, i thought I, that crossed my mind i was like he might not do it now but it wouldn't be surprising if later on you know he'd be like you didn't never love me Stab, yeah stab. um i don't know if it was important enough to mention or if you didn't notice but when laris was in allison's private chambers i was shocked that you failed to mention that she turned to the side as Laris was yanking on his meat. That Alice, that when she turned to the side as Laris was yanking on his meat, that Allison, the faith of the seven church lady, had stuck her hand beneath her petticoat dress and was masturbating in front of him too. I don't know if the plan was for both of them to reach that orgasmic mountaintop together, but ew. I want to know how did this relationship, and I use the term loosely, devolve into this. Money and favors owed weren't payment enough for Laris and felt the need to debase her to get his rocks off. And why don't Damon and Ranera have their own network of spies of King's Landing using the same secret back corridors that they once used to get in and out of Red Creep to peep what the goings on? The show is leaving too many loose ends, and I need answers. Uh, best House of Dragons recap. Keep up the great work. Rod and Karen, love y'all. Oh, so the reason I didn't mention that is because it didn't happen. Mm-mm. So, yeah, and I went back and watched it three times last night after getting this email because I said, that's crazy. 
like that that that's crazy that 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 happened and nobody noticed it that's crazy and the the person was insisting that it happened because i emailed him back to be like that didn't happen and i'm like yeah i just watched it and it's not on there um and you think as many people watch this show no other recap that no would have been the topic no ar- news article not it wouldn't have trended on twitter that she was masturbating as much as people hate allison you think you the only one that noticed in the whole world and we dropped the ball nah man it didn't happen and also one to think about this show and i will repeat it they are not subtle yeah if they want to show you something they will show you you know we see people fucking in the background we've seen people having sex we've seen people you know dicks get chopped off so if this is something that they wanted to show you they would show you they might not like show you it in action but they would show you something where you'd have seen her skirt go up you'd have seen her hand yeah. move like you would have seen something it didn't happen that's crazy that you thought that happened honestly and i googled i even went and googled it to be like like allison masturbating or something and there's nothing came up except for larry's nothing came up because nobody uh-huh. saw that of shit. of course because he did masturbate we in fact they they made sure to let us know that's what he did wangangi writes in explaining my comment from last week my comment last week was a reply to our international apia i'll reprint the comments so here to make a better sense apia the right answer to the question is of course celsius to quote a random reddit user i found fahrenheit is useless backed by my science teacher mic drop and who thinks 42 degrees is hot about everyone in the world aside from the united states believes palau the bahamas and the cayman islands his reply was where the money reside where the money resides so i guess the cayman islands where the money resides <laughs> all right cool that's the last comment for the show uh thanks for listening Thank you. uh check out keith and the girl youtube uh tonight uh because karen's gonna be playing silent trailers tonight and i think it's gonna be on their youtube channel it is i'm nervous and karen's nervous so go support our girl uh just go to youtube search keith and the girl and get out there and tank but i'm gonna have a good time no matter what yes karen still thinks it's about winning the game which uh is very difficult to do but uh it's really about having fun it really Mm -hmm. is so we'll see who's the funniest tonight all (laughs) right y'all we'll talk to y'all later until then i love you i love you too